on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Here are the whiskeys we are going to discuss today. From Waz Whiskey House, we have the Waz Intention. From Port McGee, we have the Port McGee Irish Whiskey Nine Year. We have Arcane Imperial American Malt Whiskey. We have Rampur Select Indian Single Malt Whiskey. And from Isle of Rasse, we have their single malt whiskey, and we also have three different whiskeys that are the components, so it's a, sort of a deconstruction class. The uh, peated ex-Bordeaux cask, the peated chinkapin oak cask, and the peated ex-rye cask. Mm. 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 All right. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, I wish this was TV right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we told you. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys It's sipping time. Hey, yes, it's sipping time once again. Hello and welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. Well, wait a minute. Somebody told me there's like a cocoa lemon thing on at 2 a.m. I don't know what kids are doing up in the middle of the night, but they're beating us. I think it's cocoa melon. Cocoa melon? There's no cocoa lemon. It's cocoa, no cocoa melon. I know it was a cocoa fruit of some kind. How old is your youngest? Right? <laughs> uh, 40. 20, 29. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's too old for cocoa melon. Um, I, I think uh, Star Trek's on whenever you want now with Paramount. I've been streaming a lot of Strange New Worlds, man. It's good stuff. They beat us. That, that that musical episode, fantastic. Dude. Well, lots of, lots of stuff beats us. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you know. And and then you know I can take you certain bars in the Philippines where never mind. Um, <laughs> so you might have other things to do at two a.m. But if you're listening to us, we're the best thing on. Yeah, exactly. So was Made Man Bob joining me today on this episode of uh, Whiskey Exploration? Is Made Man Brent again? I ask why so many frogs in the basement? <laughs> we didn't just that. Many it's like frogs an Egyptian today. plague. Yeah. <laughs> And Made Man Maury. I love the sound they make when you step on them. They squish loudly. <laughs> squish, squish and croak. <laughs> and good old boy Harm. They are cruel, cruel people, but I'm here drinking whiskey with them. Thanks for having me. I don't know why you'd step on them. You just eat them. But well, that's the they French taste like that. chicken. Yeah. No, nah, it tastes like frog. It tastes like frog. But it's yummy, you know. Yeah, I'd rather have turtle soup than frog. Oh, God, I like turtle. Turtle soup Tur is great. Turtle soup, no. the right amount of sh You know what makes it? The sherry. The sherry. Just put more sherry in it. <laughs> yeah. Turtle tastes like the mud it lives in. Frog's nice and clean. Turtle tastes like the muck it lives in. No, 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 no. You're the wrong turtle. No. You know what? 
foie gras and escargot. You got all that. If you got all that, baby. You got a turtle poking it. You got a turtle poking its head out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, fat bastard. (laughs) Our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. And here are the whiskeys we are going to discuss today. From Laws Whiskey House, we have the Laws Intention. From Port McGee, we have the Port McGee Irish Whiskey Nine Year. We have Arcane Imperial American Malt Whiskey. We have Rampur Select Indian Single Malt Whiskey. And from Isle of Rasse, we have their Single Malt Whiskey. And we also have three different whiskeys that are the components. So it's a, sort of a deconstruction class. The uh, Peated X Bordeaux Cask, the Peated Chinkapin Oak Cask, and the Peated X Rye Cask. So we're going to go to Brent and ask him to tell you all about our sips ratings. Thank you, Bob. Our sips ratings, we'll be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with these sips ratings plus our signature sounds. Here are those ratings now. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. There's the drunken leprechaun we all know and love. That's not the drunken leprechaun yet. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Now that sounds like a drunken leprechaun and a really bad Sean Connery impersonator. Three sips. Hmm, interesting. What was that again? That sounds like a drunken leprechaun and Mr. Ed. No, Thank that gosh. sounds like a cartoon Muppet like dragon type thing. I, I, I see it. Like H.R. Puffin stuff? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Sid and Marty Croft? One of those. Ooh, they, didn't yeah. they bring us Land of the Lost and the Slee Stacks? Oh, man. Can't, Four can't sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. Now that's the leprechaun from Lecky Charms. Yeah, that's the one. That's a- Stars and blue clovers. Five sips. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness. Yes! 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 That, that was Puff yes! the Magic Dragon. Now, I never, I swear I'd never say this, but boy, Justin, we're missing <laughs> I you, I miss buddy. you, Justin. <laughs> Would you guys just remind me of that those, next time we do a show in Justin's and those, and those four words that he comes up with. <laughs> On a good day. <laughs> well, thanks, Brent. So why don't you tell us about the first whiskey that we've got today? Thanks, Bob. So fans of the show, Laws Whiskey House was founded in Denver, Colorado by Al Laws, a native of Alberta, Canada, who was brought to the area by his work in the oil and gas industry. With a personal passion for whiskey, he decided to open his own distillery, and with that, the Whiskey House was born. Their mash is made using Colorado-grown rye, wheat, and barley from the family-owned Colorado Malting Company located in Elmosa, Elmosa, Colorado, and corn from Wisconsin. Can't beat that Wisconsin corn, can you? Did you, like, skip every other sentence in that intro? Or sure I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, why do I write this it's stuff? Like, it's right. like word yeah. salad with you, man. Yeah. The, the mash is open fermented for four days before distilling twice in their four-plate combination column pot still made Vendome Copper and Brass Works out of Louis, Louisville. So this is a Law's Intention. It's 118 proof, 59% ABV, 60% corn, 20% heirloom wheat, and 10% heirloom rye. Heirloom? Yeah. Heirloom. Heirloom. 
Heirloom. And some heirloom this barley. Is, barley. This is the part where heirloom. I, I'm not only a customer, but I'm also a client. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget 10% heirloom malted barley. Okay. Listen, if they wanted to Sorry, pronounce it a different leave? way, they would have spelt it differently. And if you have and if you have uh, those little blue pills, it will help with that heirloom. They put they would have spelt it A-I-R loom if they wanted to spell heirloom. That's all I can tell you. So intention is law's first vertical marriage. Oh God! That's Brent. He has a doctorate, been, a doctorate in English literature. In case you were wondering, we have been drinking. Just in case you were wondering. Okay, it's a vertical marriage of four grain straight bourbon, bringing together whiskey ranging from three to ten years old at cast strength. Younger and older barrels create harmony with our signature grain character and rich barrel notes. Intention is the first release of their annual. Origins series, origin series, origins, yeah, origin, <laughs> origins. Oh my god, Oregon's, yeah, guys, oranges, oranges. So nothing rhymes with oranges. I know. So the color of this, nice copper penny color, beautiful color, beautiful bottle that these come in t- as well. Mm-hmm. Even these sample bottles they make with the with the big bottom and yep. and the square square bottle is kind of nice. So I like the big bottoms. Yeah. So on the nose, I got some uh, a lot of fruits on the nose, and Freddie Mercury did. Yeah, I got some cherries and uh, oranges, a little bit of peaches, and at the very end of it, I can get some corn out of it. Like peaches and herb. Yep. Peaches and herb. Very smooth. Peaches and cream. No, you said herb. So peaches and herb. So goes with the whole Sid and Marty Croft theme. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So on the palate, I I get some of those um, some of those melons as well. I got. of, of the uh so i got some butter pastry on this got some cinnamon the the black tea kind of came out with it more than i would more than i liked but um overall it had a nice nice finish to it uh mouthfeel was nice it didn't quite color everything but it's like more the front half of the palette for me and like a sh- medium to short finish i'd say so you don't like the black tea no i did not like the black Racist tea in this son of a I know that. I like green, black tea. Green tea, maybe. But the black tea was well, a little bit overpowering but, for me. But in this. where do you stand on big butts? Uh, I, I I do appreciate a big butt. I can't well, lie. Justin, that's why we miss Justin because Justin likes big butts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Maury? <laughs> well, funny you should ask. Uh, I thought this was a lovely yeah, it's whiskey. Funny. I mean, we're sitting at the table reviewing whiskey, and I asked him what he thought. That's funny. That's, that's funny. Hysterical. Yeah. Oh, anyway, moving right along here. Uh, This whiskey I thought was lovely. It had a lot of fruit on the nose. I love the the cherries, the peach, the orange blossom. I didn't get quite as much corn in the nose as you guys did. It just comes at the very end. Really, Um, it's just corn. Just a little bit of corn. I just, I didn't really appreciate that. Uh, The the palate itself, it's... um, Again, a lot of things you described, a little cinnamon, a little buttery, a little pastry, medium body, bright. Um, I thought the finish was short to medium. Uh, a lovely whiskey. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's just, uh, it just there, you know? It's okay, just, this is my what thing. your wife says. No, I think she says a lot of inherent things inherently wrong with Maury. Yeah. And she okay. probably points them out. But as in well. the end, she just says, you're just there. Yeah. Anyway. I, I agree with the tasting notes, except for one thing you guys missed. To me, it was hot. Even though it's 59% I ABV. I think that's that black tea that makes it that hot, that hotness. It's not hot tea. No, but it's a black tea that's kind of like it, 
It kind of like comes out, you know. Yeah, that black tea notes. I mean, I I enjoy you that. You really thought it was hot. I didn't find it to be hot. I mean, I've been drinking high stuff, high proof stuff for a long time, thanks to you guys. In fact, last night I was drinking a, a Hazmat 140.1 proof whiskey. Um, and whose was that? That was a, a light whiskey from uh, from Orlando. Somebody brought me a, a private sample. Anyway, um, I was I'm I'm used to drinking these high proof ones, but that. This tastes hotter than it should be. I don't know what it is. And I didn't get the corn. I agree with Maury there. The ripe cherries and peaches and orange, that's all there. It's gut. It's a good whiskey. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put some water in this. Let me try it with water. Because I think the way it is at 59% ABV, it shouldn't taste hot, but it does taste hot. Maybe because I think the younger whiskeys are a, a, a larger portion of this. They say the barrels are 3 to 10 years old. They don't tell us proportions. I bet you there's more younger whiskeys near than the older ones. And I brought the proof down, and I'm enjoying it much more. The orange blossom, um, there's a little more melon coming out. That buttery pastry really stands out. It's good stuff. Bob, what do you think? I think it's a very nice effort by the guys at Laws. We've been reviewing their stuff for quite a few years now. Um, Al Laws and his team make very good whiskey, and, and I've told him before, Every year, their whiskey gets better. It doesn't mean last year wasn't good. It's just they, they're getting better every single year. Uh, they're turning out a quality product. Uh, yeah, I like what they're doing there, you know, and this yeah. is their first origin. Yeah, this is the first release, so we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we were just finishing up discussing uh, the whiskey uh, from Laws, the Laws Intention. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm enjoying this one. I think it's a, a really nice expression. Um, I get all the peaches. I get the orange blossom. I get the honey. I do get that corn pudding on the nose at the end. I still don't get it. You know, I, I like what these guys are doing because they always use heirloom ingredients mm -hmm. and, and things that are... Um, or hair. Loom. Or heirloom. Heirloom. Uh, they're 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 native to Colorado. They, they, they oh, they have a that. farmer that grows all their stuff for them in Colorado. I mean, they're hardcore about keeping it all Colorado. Which some is of their cool. earlier stuff was more funky, but they just keep getting better and better. Yeah. Well, I, you remember the the first time I met Al was in Chicago Whiskey Fest, got years ago, and I think I don't I think they'd only been around a, a couple of years at that point, and I was like, how old is this? And I was blown away. I'm like, this is this is. For what you've got, this is pretty good. Mm -hmm. And every year, we we continue to get samples from them every year, and every year their whiskey just gets better and better and better. I, th I think they're one of the premier uh, whiskey companies in, in in out in the West. I think they're doing a great job. So we're going to be rating this one, the Waz Intention, a well-deserved three sips. Interesting. Okay, Bob, tell us about the next one. So let's move on to our next whiskey. And that's from uh, Port McGee. So Port McGee is a fishing village on the very south-southwest corner of County Kerry, Ireland. The name Port McGee comes from the exploits of Captain Theobald McGee, a 18th century smuggler. Having served in the army of King James II as an officer, Captain McGee retired to a life of merchant shipping between France, Spain, Portugal, and Ireland. Thanks to the many inlets around the southwest coast, his trade in contraband spirits, textiles, tea, and tobacco was a little bit hard to police and was therefore accordingly very profitable. He married uh, Bridget Morgell, the widow of a rich Dingle merchant and also the daughter of the then representative for Dingle, Thomas Crosby. 
Following Captain McGee's death, Bridget and her sons continued the family business of smuggling, and Port McGee itself developed into the fishing village that we know of today. Port McGee Irish Whiskey was founded in 2017 by two brothers, uh, John and James Murphy, and Stuart McNamara, who is a whiskey blogger and writer and also the man who runs the Irish Whiskey Trail. So what we have here is their inaugural uh, release, the Port McGee Nine-Year Irish Whiskey. It's 40% ABV, 80 proof. This is, he was kind enough to gift this to me. This is cast number one. Um, Non-chill filter, triple distilled. Um, it's a blend of nine-year-old single-grain whiskey and 13-year-old single malt whiskey, which is finished in a Barbados rum cask. It's released uh, several times a year at this point as a single exclusive cask, and each bottle is hand Single cask. Yep. That's what I said, exclusive single cask. You said ingle. I said single. You swallowed your ass. Yeah, and what's it. a dingle merchant? I got something you can swallow. Nay, don't steal. <laughs> I'm, stealing, I'm stealing stealing Brent's <laughs> Brent's line. <laughs> you want to know what a dingle merchant was? I don't. I just, right. I did have that question. What's a dingle merchant? But go ahead. You keep guys going. are dumber than a box of hair. <laughs> it's a merchant in the town of Dingle. Because I thought it was for the brand of Dingle. Because his wife's <laughs> father was the mayor of Dingle. So yeah, okay. Uh, color very 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 pale straw um you know typical lighter we're, we're 13 sorry <laughs> lighter irish you know it's irish whiskey it's generally going to be a little bit lighter uh, the fact this is mostly grain whiskey and that's and you it, you can tell yeah probably um on the nose i get a little bit of straw a little bit of hay a little bit of grassy get a little of a like a buttered brioche a little pastry I get pastry cream. Yeah. On the palate. Hmm. On the palate, I get, it's got a nice mouthfeel. It's got a good viscosity to it. Gives you a really nice coat to the tongue. The thing that I get most out of it is, um, I get some stone fruit out of this. I get some pear. I get a little bit of, uh, pear's not a stone fruit. I'm just messing with you now. Besides a stone fruit, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a little bit of pear on it. I get a little bit of, uh, kind of a, a burnt toffee uh, note on it. A little bit of sweetness, but a little bit of a dark sweetness to it. It's got a nice finish. The finish goes on for a while. I used to date her. Dark sweetness. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Date you paid? Okay, um, it's a difference. But uh, overall. Lovely whiskey. What'd you think, Brett? Yeah, so I got the pears, vanilla, and lemon, along with that fresh pastry on the uh, on the nose. That the lemon kind of popped to me a little bit, you know. Yeah. Then, then on the um, on the palate, pears is the first thing I wrote down. And I like that burnt toffee, um, lemon again. Just it's it's bright and fresh. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Is it's it's bright. It's, it's a just, very bright bright. It's just whiskey. a bright and fresh uh, whiskey to drink. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of Irish whiskeys are like that. You know, but this one is nice and bright and fresh, this uh, is one easy of my going. Favorite Irish whiskeys. I'm not a big Irish fan. I'm not general. a I prefer Scotch, but this is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is nice. You it's know? light. So. It's nice. It's entry level. It's easy drinking. It's a uh, all day sipper. You could drink this out by the pool. You could drink this by the fireplace. It's a it's a light whiskey. It's very approachable. I think it's more grain than malt. In yeah, this I agree. Too. I think that's a good point. Thank well, you for pointing that out. Well, that's 
most Irish whiskey, honestly. You know, I mean. Well, there's a good amount of single malt these days, too. Now, yeah, but I mean, just two or three years ago, you know. I mean, I can't wait for the, to taste their single malts because these guys are distilling now. Yeah, this is purchased juice. Yeah, obviously. this yeah this is source juice. So when they come out with their own, you know, being where they're at, that you know, surrounded by the sea, that's going to be very interesting. I'm I'm expecting sort of a salty bamori kind of you know thing. At least that's what I'm hoping for. So, but again, like Brent said, this one's just. It's Did fresh, anybody pick up the bright. rum notes? I mean, I'm oh, getting yeah. the rum notes with that pastry. Well, that's, and the I think that's cream. where that that burnt uh, that burnt kind of toffee that yeah, I'm you getting. Did, right. You know, you're getting that. So uh, these are Barbados rum yeah, casks. Exactly. You're getting that dark molasses out of it. So I think that's where you're getting that. Without it, I think you know you wouldn't get that bottom note. Yeah, so. I think that's what makes this more approachable. Mm-hmm. But overall, you know, a lovely, lovely whiskey. So. We're going to be rating the Port McGee Irish Whiskey nine-year-old uh, cast number one, a well-deserved three sips. Interesting. So let's move on to our next whiskey, and we're going to have Harm tell us about that one. That's because we love Harm. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, I have not tasted this whiskey, but let me tell you about it. Arcane Imperial American Malt Whiskey is our next whiskey. It's 41.5% ABV, 83 proof, 50% two-row malted barley. 30% Munich malt, 14% C60 malt, and 6% chocolate malt. Why, you ask? Because Arcane Imperial American Whiskey is made in Brooklyn by a brewer that they distill Imperial Stout. And they use a vacuum still rather than a normal still. So the vacuum still allows, the stri- allows them to strip out the alcohol at a lower temperature. By creating a vacuum in the still above it, the uh, boiling pot point of alcohol is lower, so they can re- remove the alcohol at a lower temperature. But you also remove other flavor compounds and esters and, and, and uh, fatty acids without breaking them down by heating as much. When you, heat, when you boil things, you heat them, you change the co- chemical compounds a little bit, and that changes the flavor. Now, I'm glad they did this experiment, but uh, it's- I don't know if they would call it an experiment. Well, this is what they do. It's got a beautiful package. The bottle is amazing. It's a blue-gray color. It's got a great label on it. It's got this big owl. It's very trendy and gorgeous. And the color of the whiskey is amazing copper. And then you put it to your nose and you smell sulfurous onions, plastic, and um, what did you say? Urinal cake? (laughs) Yeah, I've not tasted. Uh, the other three gentlemen at the table have tasted it and told me, get some crackers ready or a lot of water. So I'm going to do it right now for you. Yeah, I just I g- bring it to my nose. It's just onions, onions and plastic. Onions and plastic. And a little bit of uh, wet, dry, uh, like, uh, what do we call that? Uh, drywall. Like you get your drywall wet. Yeah, there. that's that. Mm. 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 All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I wish this was TV right now. Oh. <laughs> some, we some told expre- you some expressions you can't hide. That's tough. Yeah. I think you see that. that I think, I think you can a, see that expression through the radio. Even there is a honeyed sweetness. <laughs> yeah. It, there is a sweetness there. It, There's I, a honeyed I will sweetness. absolutely give you that. It's a little sultana, and then you got like the sulfuric acid from the badly rotting onion. Yeah. And uh, and I mean, I, I, I did they use they use a lot of hops in their stout or something? Because 
there's a little hoppiness coming out that should not be in a whiskey ever. Although there are people who do make topped whiskeys in America, I know, and some of them come out great. This isn't it. This ain't it. Bob, what do you think? Did I hit all the notes? Hard no. <laughs> hard, hard no. Plastic. Bob's, Bob's got his glass covered with paper. Yeah. He can't so he can't I don't smell want it. it. To, yeah, I, don't want it. I don't want the smell to knock me over. Um, plastic. And, you know, when you are looking through the onion bin in your kitchen and you find that, what is that funky smell? The and then you, rotting. And you find that one in the back that's all soft. Um, and the thing is, is like you said, if you taste it, if you fight through those two things, there is there is a sweetness in there. There's a sweet. Yeah. You can taste like, oh, this came from a, a, an OK beer, maybe. Yeah. But they screwed something. There's up a sweetness and almost an, like you said, a sultana raisiny kind of flavor underneath. But you, you have to fight through. Oh, but 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 don't 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 mistake that because yeah. there is a lot of horrible, bitter stuff on top yeah. of that. Yeah. In your mouth. As well. Yeah. You've got to dig through. It's. uh yeah, it's I. I I'm taking a taste another taste. I, I, I'm, I'm going back to. Yeah. I'm going back to this. This is one of those ones that you just look at and go like, oh. I, I, I just, I don't get it. I, I don't I, get it. I don't understand this you know one those, as well. Those old Wild West movies, and the guy orders a shot of red eye and he takes it. He makes that face. Yeah, that's that. That's the face you make here. Well, yeah, that's the face you have to make. Oh. I mean, you, you don't take this and then and have this like. Uh, you know what a pleasant. Uh, this so is this, not a sipping whiskey. This is not a not, shooting whiskey. Not, this is not. A, it's not a cleaning your floor whiskey. This is a dare whiskey. This it's a, a dare whiskey. <laughs> Brett, yeah, did I, I miss anything? No, no. Mario, you no, want to you, add anything? You, hit a, you know, you I really hit a, don't have a lot to add. You hit on all. You hit on all the on all the the best parts of this, and that was the bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bottle's very well right, done, exactly. And, you know? and and I'm with him. I applaud the. You know, it it it's very experimental cool idea right the process you, you don't know if you don't try yeah you know so but, I, I give but, them a lot of effort you know give you know, them an a for effort lots of people with you know lots of people do experiments with lots of things but in the end if it a, a if, bunch of people would have chosen you know, not to bottle it yeah you don't put it in the bottle yes <laughs> that's the problem um I so mean, this is the kind of thing that ruins your reputation what's their second release going to be are they going to try it i don't know I don't know. It's, I don't have uh, any answers. Do we have a rating, there. Bob? Do we? <sighs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I, again, look, I'll be the first one to say we, you know, we, we, you know, don't throw around ratings lightly, um, and we have great respect for the amount of work that goes into creating a spirit because we've all been in enough distilleries in our lives um, that we've seen how hard it is. Um, but in this case, uh, the arcane Imperial American malt whiskey, um, I'm sorry guys, but, uh, one sip. Keep eating the crackers and eventually, it'll eventually, it'll eventually scrape, uh, scrape your tongue off. So, and here's the thing going from that, everything's, everything's sunshiny from there. So, uh, well, have Maury tell us about our next one. Well, thank you. This will be a breath of fresh air. The next whiskey is the Rampur Select Indian Malt Whiskey, 43% ABV, 86 proof. It is 100% Indian barley, first fill bourbon barrels. Rampur Select, the flagship expression of the Rampur single malt line, was first released in 2016. 
immediately winning many loyal fans, as well as a bevy of international awards, including a double gold at the World Wine and Spirits Festival in San Francisco. The initial distillate offering sold out almost immediately. This is their newest U.S.-only release of Rampour Select, a non-age-stated Rampour Select is matured in the foothills of the Himalayan mountains, where it sees extreme shifts in temperature throughout the year, allowing the whiskey a much deeper level of interaction with the wood than one one might see in more temperate climates. So, this whiskey has a nice light copper color. On the nose, it's got a lot of sweetness. I find... uh, a lot of red fruit on the nose and just overwhelming sense of sweetness. No, that's just me, your smell. On the palate, it's nice, it's rounded, it's unctuous, it's viscous, it's palate coating. It's got uh, lots of notes of toffee and baking spice and then a medium finish. Um, I think this is a really lovely whiskey. It's easily approachable. It's very well made and uh, I liked it quite a lot. I thought this is something you could really spend the day with um, on any given Sunday. What do you think, Brent? I agree with all that. It's um, it's just... Uh- a lovely expression. Uh, barley is the name, main thing. You know, when you 100% barley, barley comes out a lot, and it's uh, and it's a good note to have. Uh, very enjoyable, nice palate, nice, uh, you know, nice finish. Everything, nice bright. Another another one, nice bright light whiskey. I like it. So, Harmeet? Um, I I also like this. You know. India has been producing single malts for a while now. Some of my favorite stuff comes from Amrut, and of course, there's Paul John. And Rampur joins that those other two distilleries with some really great stuff. They use six-row barley here, and it has that, um, if you've ever had any Indian whiskeys, you know that six-row barley nose. It's It's got a very citrusy nose to it, very floral. And it, it it's um it's kind of got a nuttiness to it as well. Mm. You wouldn't think that barley would produce produce that much citrus on it, yeah. You know, but it does. Mm. It's very very nice. It's a it's a very different breed of barley. Yeah. So like like he it's, said, if if I can if I put five whiskeys in front of them and two of them are Indian whiskeys with Himalayan barley, I guarantee both of us could pick them out. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. So like the, there's um. Like two row barley is is what we use for Scotland, and it's mostly the Scot the, the the type of barley we use in in America as well for single malts. And I don't, I'm not sure about the beers, but they, they have so many different types of barley. But um, six row barley produces more food per acre because there's six rows of corns on the barley on the stock. But it has a different flavor profile, and it's very distinct to Indian whiskey, and it's it's more citrusy than we normally get. It's got a honey and a floral note on this whiskey. They did a great job. I really enjoy it. Bob, he's still smelling. Yeah, it's it's got a beautiful nose on it, and it is. It's it's that that just stereotypical six row nose. It's like there's some cinnamon. What's what are the spices you're getting? I mean, I got a little bit of cardamom almost. Yeah, it's a little bit of cardamom, that citrusy nose. Just a little bit, just a little bit of the barley, you know, the the cereal grain on the back. Hmm. But on the palate, it's got a beautiful consistency to it. I get a good bit of citrus up front. 
you know, it's it's got a really nice mouthfeel, got a really nice coat to it. It's got a pretty decent finish. Um, it It's like everything we've had so far on the show from Rumpour is well done. Uh, an excellent whiskey, so. I mean, I'd, I'd like it to be stronger. Yeah. I think if it was maybe 9,500 Higher proof, proof and yeah. maybe maybe an age statement on it. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you know six, six years in India is like 25 years in Scotland. So. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. I mean, you know, you can only go for a certain period of time. But I do think, I, I, I'm i with you, I think this at a slight, it doesn't have to be cask. I mean, a cask, it might be really interesting. But too, a couple but, more points on the proof would yeah, help. I, I think probably 95-ish to 100, I think, would, would probably bring some more of the flavor forward. I mean, what do we know? We're, we're knuckleheads. But overall, you know, excellent whiskey. We'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we would just finished discussing Rampur Select Indian Malt Whiskey. We're going to be rating that a well-deserved three sips. Interesting. And we're going to be moving on to our next whiskey, um, and we're going to have Brent tell us about that. Thanks, Bob. So we're going to talk about this whiskey, and then we're going to break it down a little bit, because this is going to be kind of like our experiment. But this is from Isle of Rousset was founded by Bill Dobby and Alistair Day. They chose the Isle of Versailles as providing the ingredients for the perfect dram and began work of establishing their distillery in 2016. On September 14, 2017, the Isle of Versailles distillery opened its doors and spirit was flowing. This flagship expression from Isle of Rosé. No, we're not doing the flagship. Oh, yeah, we're not. Okay, so so what we're going to... We're going to skip. Yeah, what we're, what we're doing well, is... Well, just explain what that flagship is. Yeah, so the flagship expression from Isle of Rosé is made from peated and unpeated spirits, matured separately in first fill rye whiskey, fresh chinkapin oak, and first fill Bordeaux red wine casks. The spirit is distilled, matured, and bottled on the Isle of Versailles using water from the island. The six recipe casks are then married together to create the perfect dram with real elegance, complexity, and depth of character. So we're going to go through the first, the, the three expressions that make up the product first. Well, three of the six ones. We're doing yeah. the, yeah, the yeah. peated versions of each. Yeah, we're doing yeah. the peat right. So. so this is basically a deconstruction class. We're taking three of the components individually and then tasting the whole at the end. So. Right. So the the one I'm going to talk about is the Isle of Rosé. It's a peated ex-Bordeaux cask, uh, 18 out of 664, 661.7% ABV, 123.4 proof. So this has got a nice, it's a, a lighter straw kind of cop, you know, color finish to it. It's got a little reddish hue to it. A little reddish hue, a little, little reddish tint mm-hmm. to it. The um, the nose you get berries right off the you get berries on the nose. It's just you can tell from that that Bordeaux cask really comes through, and uh, the berries grape the on the palate. Well, the thing I wrote Cassis down is some blackberry. Yeah, the thing I wrote down on the uh, on the Graphite. palate smoked grapes. Yeah, is what I is what I wrote down for the palate because it's just you get it's not overly smoked. This is what I like about this is that it's a light smoke and it doesn't overpower the the product. I mean, I was pleasantly surprised when I tasted this, and I, I very much enjoyed it. So, Maury, well, I'm surprised how much you enjoyed this, Brent, because for me, I thought the smoke was not light. I thought it was moderate to heavy handed, but. Anything well, maybe like. just you're a sissy. That could be it. You know, I think if, if he likes it because it works so well with the grape, 
the, 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 the yeah. flavors of the wine. So the cassis and the blackberry coming out, a little bit of graphite. There's uh, a little bit of honey under there, pastry. It, it works, no? You don't, you think it was you, helped by water. The water opened it up quite a bit yeah, and brought a little water. more of the fruit and mellowed the smoke a little bit. But for me, the smoke was heavy-handed. Uh, if you like a smoky whiskey, it's a beautifully made um, peated smoky malt. Uh, but I felt that the smoke overpowered a lot of the fruit notes. Today. I understand that. No, I, I think it played well. But again, this is not something you can, I don't, at this point, I don't know if we can buy this whiskey. Maybe at the distillery they might release something like yeah, this. Yeah, something like that, maybe. But yeah, just what you can it's buy a, is, is the regular Alabama say. Yeah, so, but I mean, I thought it was a little hot because it's at a sixty-one point seven percent ABV or one twenty-three. But then again, it's 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 young. We know it's young. The distillery hasn't been open long. It's young and it's a little bit higher proof, and uh, you know it's going to be a component of something else. But other than that, I, I agree with the, what Brett said. What about you, Bob? It's got a, it's got a very pretty color. It's it's got a slightly tinged pinkish, almost orange hue to it uh, from those Bordeaux casts. But the fruit comes out. Hmm. You know the 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 grapes really really come out. I I think they play well with the smoke. I think they're balanced very well. Um, I mean, for I, I don't like smoke on a general yeah. basis. You know, when something's overly smoked, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I really think this is nicely yeah. balanced. I think I think they I think they have and smoke and ash destroyed Napa Valley a yeah. couple of years ago. Just too, the so. just Doesn't the right amount. Work with grapes. Yeah, isn't that isn't that a shame? They had all of that. I mean, they could have just you know put it in a cask and sent it made straight to these guys and made some really great whiskey. Um, yeah, and and you know skip skip getting the the smoke uh, the you know getting the peated barley so. Um, I, I think it was a lovely, I think it's a lovely component. Um, honestly, I think they should just bottle this one on its own. I mean, I would, I would love to see this one bottled by itself. Yeah. I think, I think it would play very well on its own. Um, but you know, an excellent whiskey. So we're going to be rating the, I uh, peated X Bordeaux cask, a well-deserved three sips. Interesting. Really? I, I gave it higher. I, just, I wasn't was paying it? attention. Oh to no. Sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Four sips. That's Sorry. Yeah. Looking at the wrong page. Ah. Sorry, guys. Four. Well done. So let's move on to our next one, which is going to be Marty. Uh, the next whiskey is the Isla Rose Peated Chinkapin Cask. It's number 19 of 56, coming in at 62.1% ABV or 124.2 proof. This whiskey has a pale copper color to it. On the nose, it's a little bit hot. I get a lot it's of alcohol. It's, it's hard in my nose. It's yeah. right, and when when you smell something and it's hot, you kind of you're not expecting that. You're thinking you want to get a flavor, and you get heat. That's yeah, what just you heat. It's hard to describe. You get that. a lot of heat on the nose. Yeah, it's hard to describe. And that. you're right. It's hard to sort through the the uh, the notes. It smelled to me like um, like hot um. Like hot oak chips. Yeah. It's like burning oak. And it was hot on the palate, too. I found it to be like hot oak on the palate, uh, a little bit tannic, definitely more oak, tannic, leather uh, notes, and then a little hint of bitterness as it just sort of fades out into the background. Um an interesting whiskey, uh, but I, I, I'd say on its own, not yeah. so much. It'd I don't be think on its blending. own, but I think, blending. I think 
it gives it, you know, with that, that structure backbone I think it gives body. it that bottom layer. Yeah, you good, know, good, good. I agree with that. This is the structure underneath. Yeah. For the whiskey will be taken. Yeah. Later. It, usually the components aren't all that good on their own. It's you know it's when you put them together you're putting it in for a particular purpose. So um, that's why I was so shocked about the prior one. You know like how good it was on its own. That Which was a, an anomaly because yeah. you're right the components are not quite as good. Yeah. I think they're doing this for the base to get that tannin in to get that base smoke in. Um, so, and so chinkapin's a weird Texas oak that pe- was really popular a few years. Everybody was was experimenting it seemed like a lot of different people were using chinkapin oak well one person starts everybody else follows, follows and then tries to figure it out and then eventually everybody figures out whether it works or it doesn't work yeah i've i've not had a chinkapin oak whiskey that i've actually long yeah, right I, now there the, are a few out there. well right now the buzzword is umbrana you know so umbrana is freaking amazing uh, see, buzzword he caught yeah. on to the buzzword yeah no no but, no no. <laughs> i've tasted many umbrana whiskeys and they're so, i've tasted umbrana aged gin yeah. Oh my God, this stuff is so, amazing. So you guys but, heard, but again, that's that's the flavor of the day. Yeah, and yeah, then I, I give you somebody that. will find some weird tree that grows like on the top of a mountain in the Himalaya somewhere, and then they'll you know be doing that you know two or three years until from now. it's extinct. Yeah, the last trefula tree. <laughs> what go. are you, the Wensler? So. Yeah, this is the one that I said. I think they just tried to put this in there to try to hide it because they had it because they had it, and they just wanted to put it in to hide it. That's you what know? your wife does with you, right? She Why should. she makes you sleep well, under the porch? Well, they only made fifty six barrels. Yeah, so there's not that much of it. Yeah, again, that's you know, it's a blending component. You know, it's yeah, they're they're using it for a purpose, not to be sent out individually. But they were kind enough to send us these so that we could actually kind it's of a, it's take a, it apart it is nice to take it apart like this well here's the thing it. take a sip of that and then take a sip of the regular single malt and see if you can pick that out you know that's the thing oh hey, hey. i didn't do that then take a sip of the arcane see if you can still taste the plastic <laughs> that's the sound of a pen flying across the table <laughs> and i can that that you uh, can pick it out the chicken yeah, yeah i i think that's what brings take the, a sip and then go back to the to the single malt right i don't want to taste that chinkapin in it though it's right down here <laughs> it's right down here that's the problem i think if for me i would have liked to taste it without the chinkapin but i don't think it's bad i understand why they did it mm-hmm. well, but it's, it's got that it's got that heavy oak mm-hmm. yeah and you know heavy, it's heavy, just heavy. got that and it's yeah. it's got that burnt it's not for me but taste smell. it taste it you can it's yeah. not so much that you taste that whiskey, but you can taste that base that it weighs. It's underneath, yeah. Yeah, see way down below? It's right there. So that's going to cool. Well, we're going to be rating the uh, Isle of Resse uh, peated chinkapin two sips, because well, not so much on its not. own, but definitely I don't, I don't a know giving even these components ratings. Is yeah, it's what we do. Yeah, it's what we do. Right. Yeah. Well, let's move on to our third component, which is the Alvarese Peated X Rye Cask. It's number 18 of 627, 62.4% ABV, 124.8 proof. It's got a very light straw color. On the nose, it's, it's sweet. It's got a little bit of a spice to it on the tip of the nose. Hmm. On the palate, 
Oh yeah, I get the I get the rye spice on that right away. There's definitely um, there's definitely a rye note to it. See, whereas the one before that was all down in the bottom of the palate, this one for me is all on the top of the palate. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, right over the top. Yeah, it's all one's up here and one's down here. So now you so now it's, you're starting. It's got enough spice now to clear your it. sinuses. Yeah, it's like okay, I get it. They put one in for the bottom, one in for the top, and one in for the middle, and you know that all worked out. Um, well, there's, there's actually six components. We're tasting yeah. only the peated. Yeah, yeah the unpeated ones. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's got a nice it's it's got a nice light smoke to it. It's not overpowering. Um, just enough there to you know give you that give you that flavor, but not enough to knock you off your chair. Solid. I I, I enjoyed that. One. I I really like this too, but it's it on the nose. There's nothing there for me. No, yeah, the nose is it's totally muted. Just, yeah, it's muted. totally muted. It's That's just, a great word for the day. Muted. Right. Well, this is a very on the nose. I just got a very light smoke on the nose. And that's it. Hardly that's anything. all I got. Like hardly I, anything. Exactly. I, I get a little bit of like like light pear or lemon, and just a little bit of smoke, and then but it's so muted, so far down there. Give it a touch to, of water, and yeah. and that that uh, lemon comes out. The lemon comes out. Yeah. I'll try that. But yeah, lemon peel. There yeah. you go. Yeah, this one I enjoyed. I mean, it was, but but only on the palate, not yeah. the nose. But right, but the right. smoke on the nose. the smoke on the nose is very muted. You know, you're not getting a lot of smoke on that nose. But no, it's more the, palate than yeah. nose for the on smoke. On the palate, this is all about mm-hmm. the spice and bold flavor. Yeah. See, now I want the other three. I want the unpeated yeah. because yeah. I want I want all six of them so I can figure out okay this one's doing this and well, this and one's we, doing the other that thing, we don't know how yeah. much how much of each one yeah. you don't know the, the percentages, percentages yeah. either you know so that's the blender's art yeah. right. it's about synergy component yeah. the the, uh, the whole being greater than some of the parts but that would be a cool experiment to have all six and then just literally sit down there write your thoughts down okay which one is doing which in the final product the water yeah. makes a big difference with this particular oh, yeah. one I think yeah. it really brings out the fruit yeah. And does not yeah, accentuate because, the smoke. Yeah, because before that it was just leather and tobacco, and when you add the water, that you get that you get that and orange. That remarkable, that orange comes out, and sometimes you'll get one, and, and you add water, the and the smoke goes through the roof. And sometimes you get one, you add water, and the smoke disappears. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's, it's you got the leather and tobacco thing. on the rye cask one, or which one? You yeah, on the rye cask one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get that. I, just, I only get the the clove and the cinnamon and the. Well, maybe there's a little bit. Yeah, there's tobacco. Yeah, you're right with the water. Right. Well, well, we're going to rate the uh, Alibrese uh, X Rye Cask three sips. Interesting. So that brings us back to the final single malt, which is a blend of these three plus the other three unpeated casks. So we're going to have Brent tell us. Uh, no, his no, we're going to have Harm. We're going to have Harm tell us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, because you you made me talk about the arcane. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I, I forgot. get to talk about yeah. a good whiskey today too. What you talk about the inaugural U.S. release of of a fine single malt. Yeah, Go so, right ahead. So Brent already described it earlier. It's it's a blend of the six uh, components. These three and then the three, other three unpeated. The unpeated ones. So the color is a beautiful gold, and the nose is a combination. There's all it's honey. And berries and pear and hay and light smoke and sea salt and 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 caramel and on the palate, mm, little tarry peat, salt, honey, red berries, cassis, blackberries, um, and it's got a great mouthfeel. Covers your whole mouth, back to front, top to bottom. 
it's and I'm getting all the different flavors coming out. There's salt prickling on the tongue on the on the on the edges of my tongue. It's got a nice long finish. This is the way it should be. This is a great whiskey. And you see what the blenders art. But mm-hmm. the time and and it's really changed in the glass. Both yeah. time mm-hmm. and air and water. This whiskey's evolved a lot. It was very well, smoky. It's young. It's it, very young. This is this is the prime example of the blenders are. You're taking components right. and making it better than, That's than right. the sum of their parts. But it was very smoky when it came out of the bottle, and now it's much more balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I understand. If you're not a big peat head, you may not like this, but this is not a super no, peat no. whiskey. This, this, is, is, this not, is not an Iowa whiskey. No, no, no. At all. This is not over smoked at all. I mean, this is, for a northern. Rasay is just off yeah. the coast of Sky. Sky where yeah, Talisker so I mean, is. for a northern Scottish distillery, this is a, a little bit heavier than you'd normally get. But all in all, well balanced, great mouthfeel. Like he said, all around the palate, top, bottom, front, back. I, I think they knocked it out of the park with this one. I really think this is a great whiskey. I could drink this all day. You're talking about all day sippers, Maury. I would rather drink this than Irish because, you know, I prefer scotch. I would make this into a highball, drink it by the pool. Yeah, 100%. Well, we're going to rate the Isle of Rassay single malt whiskey a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. Well, that's all the time we have for today. So I want to thank everybody for joining us today on the show. Thank you, Brent. Well, thank you for making me taste something <laughs> that may have, well... <laughs> may have damaged you. May have damaged me forever. <laughs> You got to kiss a lot of frogs, baby, to get to the. Oh, to that's get to why that the princess. frogs. Yeah, that's why the frogs are down here. I mm-hmm. understand now. <laughs> Would you like me to do a taste bud transplant <laughs> to replace those damaged taste buds, Brett? <laughs> this makes you one. You know, people say so we have a surgeon in the house. People say, "Why does a dog lick its own backside?" And some people say, "Because it can." Well, sometimes it tastes better too. Yes, yeah, it tastes better too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you, Maury. Oh, thanks for being here, Bob. It's been a wonderful day in the basement. And thank you, Arm. You know, thanks, uh, Bob, for the experience. I never would have tasted something like this on myself by myself. Well, I wouldn't make you taste that one by yourself. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 